And hello, welcome to God's Pathway to Life. Today we're going to talk about the book of uh, John, chapter 14. So what we're going to do is I'm just going to start reading. We're going to dive right into it, and then we'll do a little talking afterwards. So uh, uh, John, chapter 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe in me also. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That's where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we know not where you go, or how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. If you know me, you should have known the Father also. And from hereafter you know him, and he and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, Show us the Father, if it is sufficient for us. And Jesus said to him, I have been so long time with you, and yet have you not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. How say you then, show us the Father? Believe you not that I am the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwells in me. He does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me or else believe me for the work's sake, for the very work's sake. Truly, truly, I say to you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, he shall also do, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to the Father. Whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me and keep my commandments, I will pray to the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, and he may abide in you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, but said, because it sees him not, neither knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world sees me no more. But you see me, because I live, you shall live also. At that great day you shall know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. He that has commandments and keeps them, he is, it is he that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and we will manifest myself to, will manifest myself to him. Judas said to him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, If a man loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our abode with him. He that loves me not keeps not my sayings. The words which you hear not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things I have spoken to you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, and not the world gives. I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither be afraid. You have heard how I say to you, I go away and come again to you. If you love me, you will rejoice because I say I go to the Father. For my Father is greater than I. 
And now I have told you before it comes to pass that when it comes to pass you might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world comes and has nothing to do with me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandments, even so I do. Arise and let's go from here. Okay, so I made it through that without messing it up too bad. Uh, there was something I read back on 13. It said to ask a, what, in my name. And, you know, a lot of people get that messed up. They think it's like a magical phrase that you can say at the end of your prayer in Jesus' name and then that everything's going to come to true. Well, what he's talking about, if you're praying for something that aligns up with God's characteristics, then your prayer will most likely be answered, you know, because it's, it lines up with what, God's, uh, what God wants to do, his plan. But if you're praying for a new car, and if, if it's in God's plan for you to have a new car, then, you know, you, you, may, you might end up with a new car. But if it's not in God's plan for, you know, that new car, because when you uh, buy a lot of stuff and you bring a lot of things into your life, you want to ask yourself, you know, does God approve of this? And then um, the first thing you should ask is, how does this glorify God? What I bring into my life, does it glorify God in some way? That it, does this, this thing or this item or whatever I bring into my life, is it going to help me grow closer to God? Now, if you can say yes, then yeah, you should probably try to bring those things into your life. But, you know, if it doesn't bring you closer to God, then it's probably going to turn out to be a burden. There's a, a, a lot of stuff, you know, that I own that I had to have at that moment. I just had to have it. Had You know, I wanted it, bought it, uh, ran out there and got it. I put it on a credit card, got in debt for it, brought it home, had it there, played with it for a couple of hours, maybe two days, maybe a week, and then there it sits. <clears throat> and, and then after a while, it, it sat there, and then after a while, I sold it. And got rid of it because I wasn't using it. So after, you know, I started thinking about, you know, if I'm going to put something in my life, then I really need to pray about it and ask God if this is a right thing to put in my life. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, recently, uh, last month, uh, it was in March, I believe, I lost uh, a pet. It was a little Dotson weenie dog. Her name was Sissy. She was 12 years old. She died of uh, uh, congestive heart failure. And uh, I was, I took her to the vet six months before she died, and the, the doctors told me that she was struggling with uh, congestive heart failure and fluid was building up on her lungs, and I had to uh, give her med get medication uh, for that. And uh, I prayed and uh, asked God to spare my puppy's life. And, uh, you know, God heard my prayer, and he spared my puppy's life for uh, six months or over eight months longer. And uh, every night when I would lay with my little dog, I would thank God for another day or another night with my sissy. And I would go on down the road, and I was happy. But in the back of my mind, I knew that the day was coming that she, she would go. And so, you know, I prayed and prayed about it. And uh, the day came finally. And uh, sissy, I woke up one morning, and sissy was labored breathing. She couldn't breathe very well. So I rushed her to the vet, and then the vet said she was filling up with fluid in her lungs, and there's nothing they could do for her. So I had to put her down. It was one of the hardest things I had to do. But <clears throat> I leaned on Jesus, and I asked God, 
I said, Lord, I said, this is a moment in my life that I'm in a lot of pain and a lot of hurt. And I need your strength to carry me through. Because it's not my strength that, that keeps me on my Christian walk. It's not my abilities to keep me in line with God. It's God's grace and Jesus and the Holy Spirit working in the ways they work to keep me aligned. Because I'm a human being and I'm flawed. And if I'm left to my own devices, I'll stray off my path. And that's why God has given us the Holy Spirit. And that's why the Holy Spirit, you know, we read earlier where it says he reminds you. The Holy Spirit is the one who uh, when you, who will be knocking on the door of your heart when you do things wrong. That's what you're going to hear on your, you know, when you start doing wrong or going down the path you shouldn't. You're going to hear, and that's the Holy Spirit reminding you, you know, that, you, that you're a Christian and that you can't live that life. So, you know, after, the, after Sissy passed away and I prayed for strength and the Lord gave me strength to carry me through, and, you know, it was sadness. I, I've lost a lot of pets before, and it was a loneliness that would... Uh, come in and I would feel lonely in a, in a sick stomach in my feeling when I'd look at their bed or their toys or whatnot. But when Sissy passed away and I asked God to give me his strength, I asked the Lord Jesus to help carry me through. I was carried through. I was carried through. I didn't, I didn't have the deep sickening pain. I didn't have the hurt. I knew that my, my, my little pet was safe in heaven with Jesus. And yes, that's right. My pet went to heaven. I know there's a lot of uh, Jehovah's Witness out there. If they, I doubt they listen to this. But there's a lot of Jehovah's Witness out there that say that animals don't go to heaven. You know, and that's because they don't. They're reading from the wrong book. You know, the beginning of the Bible talks about God creating the world and everything in it and the, the animals and all that in it. Well, if you continue to read the book, when you get towards the back, you'll get to the part where God talks about destroying this world. That's right. This world is going to be destroyed one day. Everything. Everything that you see with your little eye, everywhere you see, everything's going to be obliterated. Totally destroyed. Because uh, where Satan is right now, Satan's not in hell. He walks to and fro the earth. He walks up and down the earth. He goes to heaven. He hangs out there. He comes down here. He hangs out here. He hangs up in the sky because when Satan was thrown from heaven, he was thrown into our 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 atmosphere. He he doesn't want if you think Satan's below you right now, you're a fool. You're fooled. Satan thinks he's higher than you. So where do you think he's gonna live on the same level you're no. Satan's living in a higher level than you. He's living above us in the sky. And, and Satan is a, 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 was an angelic being. He was, he was a powerful angel. He had the ability to, uh, to do the music. And that's why the music in this world is so sensual, because he has control of the music. So... I'm, I'll go off in tangents like that, so I gotta remember to keep straight. 
So uh, when you ask for things, you got to remember to ask for things that are aligned with God's characteristics and God's viewpoint and, and God's uh, path that He walks. The caring, the loving, the high, the kindness, the forgiveness, the quiet, the meek, the subtle. You know, God has a small, quiet voice. You know, and we live in such a loud, uh, boisterous world that you know hardly anybody ever takes time to listen to God's quiet, still little voice. And that's what this 20 minutes, you know, that's this time that we're spending together is to trying to find God together. You know, I'm talking about my experiences, but, you know, I'd greatly enjoy to hear your experiences, too. So when we ask for things in Jesus' name, make sure that we ask him for it, asking for things that align with God's viewpoint. Is this right? Is this, is this going to help me grow in understanding? Is this going to help my walk with, with God? And so, like I said, I prayed after my, my dog died, and uh, I prayed for strength with uh, Jesus, and Jesus gave me strength to carry me through. I, uh, I started praying for another dog, another, uh, another weenie dog, and they're very difficult to find where I'm at. And so I prayed for over a month, uh, and then I, I seen a Facebook posting on Facebook where a breeder was selling some uh, puppies, and uh, I got the first puppy out of the litter. This is uh, black and tan smooth. She's a, uh, a really small. It's just a mini. And uh, the the gentleman that's selling uh, the weenie dog is a pastor. And uh, within three days, every dog was sold because you got to remember we just come out of a pandemic. And so uh, uh, animal shelters are getting cleared out. Dogs are being bought. Cats and dogs are being bought like they're going at like toilet paper. And so I was lucky to get this get get this dog. And so I'm so happy and so thankful. And but that brings us back to that point of uh, a praying and asking for God uh, if these things that you bring into your life if they're going to make help you grow in, in grace and knowledge and understanding. Or are these just things that's going to just fill your life for a moment and fall off to the side? And see, that's, that's the whole thing. You need to quit looking at this world. You need to take your eyes off of this world and start looking at the next world because the next world is where it's at. This, this place where we're at now, it's all temporary. This is just a, a, a way station. We're not going to be here forever. This, this is only a short time. Life goes by so quick, so quick. And so by putting God in your life and, and reading the Bible and getting an understanding, you, you start to make those steps towards God and towards understanding and start seeking out the things of God. And then God will, will come and then fill your heart with faith and more faith and understanding. The Holy Spirit will bring you understanding like we read back over there in uh, verse 26. It said, But the Comforter, which is the Holy, Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and brings all things to remembrance, whatever whatsoever I said to you. And see, that's what everything works together to help you become a, a, a better person in Christ. And so when we get down to uh, chapter or verse 14, you ask in my name and I will do it. Once again, that falls back to make sure you ask in for things that are aligned with God's characteristics and viewpoint. And it says, if you love me, you keep my commandments. He's saying, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. The, the words in the Bible, the things he's asking you to do. And some people, they don't ever read the Bible. 
So how are you going to know what commandments to keep? When ignorance is not going to get get you off, and when you die, ignorance of the Bible is not a way out. There's God has a loving grace, and uh, He loves you very much, and that's why there's Christ, that's why there's Christians in the world, you know, to help save you. If if the Christians around you are not trying to convince you about God, not trying to sell you on God, or tell you how God how great God's been in their life, you know. They're 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 not doing their Christian work, and there's a lot of professing Christians that are one day going to stand before God and try to get into heaven, and God's going to say, "I'm sorry, but I don't know you." And then and uh, we read earlier where it says you you know these people by their 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 fruits. You know, what does a a Christian produce? Other Christians. And if you're a Christian and you're not sharing the word of God with somebody, then you know you're in trouble. You're not. You're not. You're not doing your part. You know, if you if your church gives out gospel tracts, if if they give you a gospel tract, you really need to pass these out. You have no idea who you may be saving or how you may be saving somebody. And 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 one day they'll be thankful when you come to heaven, and and you see somebody that you have saved. Yeah, you're going to be thankful. And so keeping the commandments and reading the Bible is getting an understanding of what he's asking you. And then so we get down to 16. It said, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter, and he will abide in with you forever. So once you make that statement of faith, see, there's a, there's a, uh, forever. And see, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people think that they lost and saved, lost and saved, lost and saved. No. No, when you're saved, when you make your statement of faith and it's true in your heart and you're true to God and you sacrifice the things in your life, you know, because there's the things in your life are really not worth hanging on to. If you love a family member more than you love God, you're sinning against God. If you love uh, smoking cigarettes more than you like God, you're sinning against God. You're creating a false God. And God said, have no other gods before me. We'll keep moving on. And even in spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. See, the world cannot understand truth. They can't understand God's truth, and that's why you get the deception of the world. Because it sees him not and neither understands him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be with you, within you. And he's talking about the church. The church is not a building. The church is the people of God. It's the body of the living body of Christ, and that's why they, you know, they always say the living body of Christ is alive because we are all alive. We're all alive in Christ, and Christ is alive in us, and He liveth forever. It was, it was, it, it was always alive. Jesus was, uh, of, you know, Jesus has been around forever. He's been there before the beginning of time. He's been there before the creation of the world. It was him and God and the Holy Spirit before anything ever ever created was ever created before the angels or anything was ever created. It was God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus. And Jesus, you know, a lot of people think that Jesus showed up in in the Matthew. We go to the uh, Matthew chapter one, the book of Revelations of the generations of Jesus, the son of David, the son of Adam. That's when they think Jesus shows up, but no. 
Jesus shows that way back over here in Exodus, I think it was, or is it yeah, Exodus or something like that, when he's talking to Abraham. And uh, so, yeah, Jesus has been around. And, and even in Exodus, he tells, Jesus tells him that, you know, I've been around for a long time. And when he's talking to him, that's what I'm saying. You got to read your Bible. You got to read it to get understanding. There's a lot. There's, like I said, you have to put your miner's hat on. You got to get your pick out. You got to pick away at it. Oh, I'm going to, I'm getting ready to blow over my time. I only try to keep you for about 20 minutes because I know you're very busy and you have a lot of things to do. But what we're trying to do is trying to get uh, a little bit of word of God in there and, uh, Put it in your in your head so it can wash around in there, and uh, try to uh, flush out some of that garbage that you put in your head. You know, I oh, there's some great Bible apps out there. There's a, a, a app called Bible, and it audibly reads the Bible to you. All you have to do is plug it in, listen to it, and then listening to the Word of God as it's being spoken. A spoken Word of God. It's a cleansing, has cleansing properties. It cleanses the garbage out of your mind. And, you know, you have to get that garbage out of your mind. You have to flush it out of your mind. If you don't flush it out of your mind, it's going to build up on your heart. And your heart is your mind. When the Bible talks about a new heart, it's talking about a new mind. Or a new heart and mind. It's talking about your heart, your mind. It's all the same thing. And see, when you t put all that garbage, when you watch the porn, when you listen to the heavy metal, when you do all the things that go against God, you're putting calluses on your heart. You're scabbing up your heart where it gets thick. It gets a thick wall. Then after a while, you can't hear the Word of God. You can't hear God talking to me, talking to you, because you have a, a thickened wall on top of your heart. And God can't, uh, you know, you're... you're Free will prevents God from getting in there. He has the ability to change your mind in a heartbeat, but he gives us all free will. He gives us all free will. That's a gift of God. So enjoy your free will. Uh, we're probably getting pretty close to our 18-minute mark now, so we're going to have to stop there. But uh, when we get back, we'll finish. We'll, we stopped on 17, I think it was. Yeah. And so, let's see, 18, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come. I will not leave you an orphan. I will come to you. So there's another Bible promise that when you come to Christ, you're ne he's never going to leave you. I will never leave you orphaned, or, and I will come to you. So that's great. Listen on that great Bible promise that God will never leave us, Jesus will never leave us, and he will always come for us. Okay, I got the prayer of salvation. Uh, dear Lord, I admit that I'm a sinner. I admit that my sins separate me from you. I need your forgiveness. I believe that you died on the cross for my sin, and God raised you from the dead. I choose today by faith to invite you into my heart to take control of my life and to be my Lord and Savior. I'm, I willingly choose to turn from my sin and to turn to you. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me clean, and give me a home in heaven with you when I die. Change me and make me a new person. Help me now to live for you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, so you got that out of the way. You got your statement of faith. 
And now you got something to work with. Not really something to be taken lightly. It's a very serious thing that, that you made a statement of faith because that means you're going to heaven. All right. And see, it's all it's it's all going to work itself out. And don't worry, you might be going through some difficult times right now. This may be the lowest point in your life, but hey, it ain't going to get no lower. Now that you reached out for Jesus, and Jesus is definitely going to reach out and grab you by the hand and pick you up. All you got to do is have faith to believe. That's it. Just faith to believe. And that faith, once again, comes from God, and he implanted it in your heart. So if you're listening to this podcast, you have that seed of faith in your heart now. And the word is the living water. And this water that you pour on that seed will grow, and you'll grow in Christ. And together we'll grow in Christ. That's what this whole thing is about. And share it with somebody. Share it with somebody. Share your information that you're receiving, your prayers that you're being answered. Testify that God has done something in your life to somebody. Even if they're a stranger, pull them up to the side. Hey, you know what God has done for me? Share what God has done for you, and he'll, he'll make him proud. Because no one ever does that. Nobody ever talks about God. Think about it. When's the last time a Christian pulled you off to the side and said, Hey, let me tell you about Jesus and all the great things he's done in my life. All right, so we're doing our uh, call to action. Like I said, we do the prayer list and ask if you could uh, send us a prayer request at God's Pathway to Life at gmail.com. So send us a, a prayer request, or if you want to send us a, a little bit of a personal story of your struggle or you need prayers, just let us know. Uh, I'm here to help you, and if there's anything I can do, just let me know. Like I said, send me an email. We'll go over it, and uh, and they'll reach out to you and see if we can help you with a problem that you may have or point you in the right direction. And also on top of that, I would like to invite you to church. You can come to church with me every Sunday and Wednesday and Sunday night. Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. It'll be on uh, Facebook. Uh, the church I belong to is called South Heights Baptist Church. The preacher is Todd White. And again, it's South Heights Baptist Church, uh, Sepulpa, Oklahoma. Sepulpa is spelled S-A-P-U-L-P-A, Oklahoma. And uh, do a Facebook search on us, or you can also do a Google search on us. Our webpage also has links to the uh, Facebook page, and the Facebook page has links to the website. And the Facebook page has uh, website uh, uh, videos, has web videos, and uh a web we do uh, web services so all the services are broadcasted live on the internet so you can tune in and watch them a great preacher a good man uh, will read the bible straight from the bible will break it down and explain explain it in a way that we all can understand it's, it's great to hear uh, a good bible preacher and uh, i think that's it that's uh see i did the prayer request talked about the church yeah yeah i think that was it all right, so you guys have a good day, and I hope everything works out for you. And uh, let us know how it goes. And if you have any problems, let us know how it goes, too. And if you want to give some feedback, let us know at God's Pathway to Life at gmail.com. Okay, so uh, we come to the end of the uh, podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and stay tuned for the next podcast, and we'll continue with John 14. Uh, your friend in Christ, Dave. <laughs>